to the Race Day Coastin podcast, where I'm your host, Ray, joined by my co-host, Cubby, who is my autistic three-year-old son, and he's nonverbal in this season of life. Guys, it's so glad. I'm just so happy to be back and just being back on this platform, <laughs> back to interact with you guys. Um, forgive me for my voice. These allergies are no joke. I've I can't wait to see the pretty flowers in May, but the the process to get there is like just making me so congested and headaches and all the stuff that come with allergies. So if you don't have allergies, I'm so envious of you right now. Um, and if you do, welcome to the club. Cubby <laughs> um, and I have been doing very well. Um, just adjusting. And so I took a week off to get a mommy break. Shout out to those in the village who give you an opportunity to take a mommy break. It is so needed and just so great, like a good recharge, a refresh, so I can come back just better than ever and just um, ready to take on all the different things, especially as school is about to end and summer is about to come up, just all the things that come and planning our activities and making sure that Cubs is still getting the therapy that he needs once summer hits and getting him back into swim class because he is literally like my little fish like I don't we should probably switch his nickname from cubs to like fishy or something um but I'm really excited to talk to you guys about um just what's been going on with cubby and something that a lot of you may not be familiar with um as I say on multiple um episodes that cubby is um non-verbal in this season of life right but with him being nonverbal, a lot of people assume like, okay, so does that mean that he doesn't understand anything or his comprehension's not there or he's not able to put two and two together, so to speak? Um, and that's not the case at all. I think that's one of the biggest misconceptions that we get within this community of ASD or autism spectrum disorder. Um, when it comes to Cubs... He, like I told you guys before, he's always been so fixated on, like, numbers and letters, even from, like, a very early age. So we would get him toys, and he just wouldn't be interested. And looking back at hindsight, I was like, we spent all this money on all these awesome baby genius toys, and he would be interested in a box or, like, letters or numbers or just all these different things or how, how things would work, like light switches and just the functionality of stuff. He was really, really obsessed with that. So with Cubby being nonverbal, um, he does have another thing that plays into, or I guess it's kind of like a, I don't want to say like a side effect, but like with him not having his words just yet verbally, he's gained such a skill in another area. And so what that skill is called is hyperlexia, right? And I know it probably sounds super similar to the word dyslexia, which is where you get your numbers and letters like mismatched and confused. Um, but it's not. I definitely thought it was something similar, but it's definitely the opposite. And hyperlexia is basically when a child starts reading earlier and surprisingly beyond their expected ability. Right. And I know you're thinking like, what? Like Cubs just turned three. What do you mean he can read? Are you sure he can read? Very sure. Like he has been doing it. I want to say from early on, like a little bit before 
two almost or either like right at two um we started noticing that you know he was really obsessed with these things and he would match the letters and numbers at some point but then it got to the point of he would match the letters and numbers and be able to point or um to articulate by like pressing it on his talker what it is he had just spelled or what he's wanting or requesting from you which has only gotten better his word vocabulary has expanded tremendously and it's just been so great to watch um a lot of times hyperlexia is a part of the autism spectrum disorder but not always right um a lot of times they don't feel like it has a, a real practical um application or use in the real world but that's not true um depending on how you use it and um the different goals that you have set up as a family and with your care team it can actually be very beneficial like it has been for us so with hyperlexia there are three different i want to say levels or types of hyperlexia right so there's hyperlexia one and this type is really when the child is developing these skills or the ability to read early or um, further ahead than other peers their age but it has nothing to do with them um, having any type of like intellectual disability right and usually hyperlexia one is temporary right like they're they really got it down packed and then as they start to get into school it kind of um, plateaus out and they um, are usually on the same level of some of their peers like it balances out like they're really ahead at first and then it's like okay everybody's on the same page hyperlexia 2 um this is the one that you can find a lot of times within the autism diagnosis this is when like that child is like super obsessed with numbers and letters like i said like how cubby was um like definitely anything that had like the magnet letters and um a lot of people think that when a child has hyperlexia 2 and they're autistic that they're really good at remembering like birthdays and license plates and phone numbers and different things like that like they they just become really good at it which naturally would make it easy to you know remember math problems or the different equations that you would need to solve those things um <laughs> and usually with hyperlexia 2 you will see quote-unquote the common side effects of autism like they don't want to make eye contact um they're not really affectionate they have really high sensory um sensory sensitivity to different things like what is cubs like lights and sounds and um like i remember we would sing happy birthday he would flip out just different things like that and then hyperlexia three it's similar to the second one, but whereas hyperlexia 2, there's no real, like, cutoff with that. Hyperlexia 3, it starts to wane over time. And so far, it's been looking like hyperlexia 3 has the ability to essentially, like, disappear, right? Or go away, kind of like the first one. Um, and hyperlexia 3, their reading is very remarkable, right and not only just the the fact that they can read but what they can comprehend 
and then verbal their verbal abilities will usually come not too far behind it right like they may be nonverbal for a season and then they catch up on their words if anything i think cubby is more hyperlexia three just because he is making more um da da na na mama sounds you know and he's really trying to pronounce words so you'll hear him try to say his colors um boat sun frog you'll hear him try to say these things more especially now that we have um a therapist that comes in the home and works with him for like three hours at a time which is just really great she's a part of our home environment to where cubs feels comfortable he's worked with her before in a clinic setting um and she's just really fantastic in utilizing his hyperlexia and his love and his interest for these things to build upon his ability to be verbal and we've seen that what is it he's had i want to say like five or six sessions thus far and it's it's been crazy i feel like he's made more progress in this short amount of time with her than he did when he was having speech therapy which goes back to i think it's so important to, you know, always go through and kind of reevaluate your care team and look at the progress that's being made and to see um, what's working, what's not working, what goals need to be tweaked, and, and really voicing your concerns and finding somebody that's a good mesh for you, your family, but ultimately your child. And I think that's what we found um, with his therapist that comes to the house. Like, she's amazing. Like, she's already, like, a part of our family and it's, it's just been so great having her. And so one of the things that really kind of brought up this like hyperlexia and me like really doing more research and finding out what was going on, um, I want to say it was a couple of days ago, um, Cubby has like this little Elmo briefcase. It's at Target. And it has like all the letters in there and it has like little pictures behind the letters, but it's where you can keep everything contained, right? Cubby's obsessed with it. He now has two. Um, and with him having that, I was sitting on the couch and he was like playing with those letters like he usually does. And as I get up and I drink, go get a drink of water, I look down and I see the letters B-L-A-C-K and I was like, black. I was like, okay, that's kind of interesting. So he has no idea that I'm, like, hovering over him, essentially. And I was like, did he spell that? I was like, because I definitely, it's just us here. And I was like, okay, maybe it's a fluke. So I'm standing over him, and I'm kind of watching. And sure enough, he'll scramble him up, and then he'll do it again. B-L-A-C-K. And I was like, oh, my goodness, right? But you don't want to make a big deal about it, because then they'll stop completely. And I was like, man, where is my phone? This is the time where I need to have my phone. And um, I, like, called my mom. And I was like, mom, you won't believe what Cubs is doing, right? Like, he's spelling. He's spelling words. And um, she kind of looks at me funny. And I was like, no, 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 he's spelling words. And so I turned the camera to where it's facing Cubs. And, like, her facial expression is just as shocked and overjoyed as me, right? And so everybody is like, oh my goodness you know but we're trying to you know be calm and low-key about it because we don't want to get super hyped for him to realize that we see what he's doing right because a lot of times cubby when he notices that um you're expecting him to perform or you're paying attention to his skills and what he can do he'll stop completely and that may be a thing for weeks (laughs) so we have to pick and choose when when we decide to praise him and when we decide to um (laughs) 
give him give him um notice that we know what he can do <laughs> and so after he started spelling um the color black he started spelling the color brown and then I was like, man, what else can the child spell that I just don't know? And mind you, earlier that day with his therapist, he was spelling like tree and frog and dog and mom and just all these different words, right? Really without prompting. And son and he would spell it. Well, she would give him the letters. He would spell it. And then she's like, can you point to the sun? And he would point to it. Well... Um, today he had another therapy session and he was spelling green and white and just all these things. And it just blew my mind because in order for him to not only spell, but to point to it and to know, um, S U N spell sun. And this is what a sun looks like. That's comprehension. And that's reading at least like the basic levels of it. Which is, like, so mind-blowing because a lot of times children are not even beginning to read until, like, six or seven. A lot of times it can it can be, like, four or five depending on, you know, that child and what they're interested in and, you know, how much supports they're getting. But I was just so excited to see that and to see that that's something that he's been doing for quite some time. And I just thought it was normal. I thought it was common because he's so focused on it. And the impressive part is he doesn't just do it in English, right? He does it in multiple different languages. And then there are even moments where there's this app. I have to remember the name of it. But there's this app where um, he will spell the word like in another language. And then they'll tell him what it is and what it means. And they'll sound out each letter for him. Like A is like ah, 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 ah. Or something like that. And then um, with that, he has the ability to put that word and like two other basic words within a sentence. Once he does that, um, the app will read the sentence to him. And then the little monsters will do some sort of animation to go back to the original root word that he had spelled to begin with. It's crazy. I will have to do a tutorial for you guys. It Maybe that'll be a season three thing. I'll just show you all the awesome videos I have stored up of Cubs and the crazy things that he's able to do. Um, because when he's not doing his letters and numbers, he thinks he's Spider-Man. Which, that's a whole other thing. I've talked about that before. He literally feels like he has webs that come out of his hands. And he just has this ability to swing. <laughs> um... But with that being said, I just really wanted to encourage parents whose child may be um, nonverbal in this season of life that, that there are so many other things that you can look forward to in anticipation of your child being verbal, right? With Cubby and his ability to spell, um, I was like, okay, there are so many more options, right? Like, um, later on in life or maybe in a few years he'll be able to send text messages to request or to communicate with people or like emails or just like um, messenger kids like there there are so many things on the horizon right that I just I got so excited and happy about because that was God showing me like I've placed more in cubby than just his ability to speak there's so much more that you're overlooking because you're just focused on speech. 
don't ignore the little things that I'm doing. Don't ignore the mountains that I'm moving. Don't ignore the provisions that I've placed here. Like, I am working on this situation. I've called your son for a higher purpose. And I've called him to do a mighty work in this earth that, that only I know of, right? And so I thank God for that reminder because, like I said, he was doing speech for so long. And I was like, okay, I'm seeing a little bit of progress, but it's God's timing. And, that, and that's what I love. I love that it's his timing. And when you just either forget about it or put it on the back burner, or you're just like, okay, I'm not going to stress about it anymore. God, if Cubs is going to talk, he's going to talk. And if he doesn't, I know that you will still work out a miraculous plan for his life, right? Like anything connected to you is good. And I know that. And so just seeing him um, do those things just was a sweet, sweet confirmation and a sweet reminder. <laughs> so I'm gonna do our kind like cubby moment and our ray of sunshine. What? What? Okay. God, I thank you so much for everything that you're doing in the earth. I thank you for everybody under the sound of our voice that you're keeping us away from any hurt, harm, or danger, God. I thank you that any of us that are battling these allergies, Lord, that you are healing our bodies right now, that you are um, decongesting us, Lord God, that you are giving our voices back so we can, you know, speak and testify to all the great things that you're doing in our lives. I pray that everyone under the sound of my voice is able to get rest and just have a sense of ease as they go throughout their weeks, Lord God. And as we finish out April and we anticipate the great things that you're doing in May, God, I thank you that you're continuing to provide for all of our needs. You are continuing to keep us safe from any hurt, harm, or danger, Lord. And you're continuing to open up ways and open up doors for us, Lord God. For anybody who's feeling like there's no way, Lord, I pray and I decree and I declare that for their situation, specifically for them, you will make a way when it looks like there's no way. Because you are a God that can do all things and you show up best when it looks like there's no way, Lord. I pray for the person who feels like they're surrounded and trouble seems to keep finding them and there's disappointment after disappointment, rejection after rejection, Lord God. I thank you that in this moment, Lord God, you are opening doors that no man can shut, Lord God. You are giving them favor over resumes lord god you are giving them divine connection lord god you are just promoting their names and speaking their names into the ears of people that can change their life with the help of you lord god i thank you that you are just creating a new life for them lord god and if they would trust and believe in you that you would show them that they have something that they have never seen before i thank you that you are still mighty god i thank you that you are continuing to love us and to be here for us god i thank you that you continue to fight for us when we don't know how to fight for our ourselves and i thank you for the sweet many miracles that you continue to give us lord god i thank you that we have food to eat and clothes on our back lord god and anybody who is missing these provisions lord god i decree and declare that today that changes for them today you will use my faith when their faith seems little to provide for them and for them to continue to know that you are there and you show up you are never late lord god you are right on time and that you hear their prayers lord god allow them to know that you see them Allow anybody who is listening to this, the mom that feels like she's Hagar and that her and her child are just going through it and they're just left alone, Lord God, remind them that she is actually the daughter of Sarah, Lord God, where you will continue to provide for her. You have a plan for not only her, but for her child, Lord God, and that that plan is to prosper and that you have set no evil thing before them, Lord God. There is no weapon that is being formed that will prosper to harm them or to take them down or to thwart your plan, God. I thank you in the mighty name of Jesus that you continue to love us and keep us covered.
In the mighty name of Jesus, amen.